Welcome to another fun, fantastic Friday, where we call it Recordings of a Fangirl. Hashtag sarcasm on this lovely Friday, April 8th, 2022, the day after my birthday, the official day. Now I say the official day because I celebrate all freaking ass month. I'm just going to give you a tip. If you want to annoy the crap out of some people who can't stand their birthday, which I never really bought into, that people can't stand their birthday, um, that's how you do it. You just spread it out for a whole entire month, and people literally will get annoyed that you're happy about your birthday. It's crazy. But anyhow, anyway, yes, I, I'm very excited about my birthday. It's literally the only time that I think about myself. <laughs> It's all about me in April. Okay. Anywho, so usually I record this podcast a little bit earlier in the morning. Um, but like today has been a crazy morning so far. So I'm like, oh, I have to record this. Like I recorded another version of this on a device in the mall because I had to go to the mall this morning. So I said, let me just walk around the mall talking in my device. <laughs> It just doesn't sound so good, so, um, therefore, therefore, I had to re-record this thing, but anyhow, so, I saved something on my Twitter, what did I save, well, I'm telling you, there's so much to talk about today, I don't even know where to begin, but maybe what I should do is begin with the fact that the stupid people I have to find let me just find this because it's crazy um does, does anybody know what her um um okay so Twitter cuz I have to say Twitter dragged Channing Chower oh Chower Channing Crowder into the hellfire for calling Russell Wilson square for being a stand-up hus- husband to Sierra this was yesterday obviously um Cr- uh, Crowder said Sierra was with Russell because the quarterback's money on episode of his online series the pivot podcast as Crowder sees it this is it he goes if Russell ain't having the bread Sierra ain't gonna be with him Russell Square Russell Square Sierra had a she had a good situation but you're not gonna leave future and get with Russell Wilson you don't leave future and get with Russell Wilson everybody has a type um Channing can you shut the fuck up? First of all, first of all, I'm going to say this because it needs to be said. <laughs> I'm gonna get it right now, it's gonna come up. So Sierra is worth $25 million on her own. That's her net worth. Okay. Her annual salary is $4 million a year. Okay. She makes good money on her own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. We know that Russell Wilson has more money. 
Um, we know his net worth is one hundred and thirty-five million. As of twenty twenty-two, Russell Wilson's net worth is a whopping one thirty-five million. In two thousand nineteen, the Seahawks signed him to a four-year contract worth one hundred and forty million, and he became the highest-paid NFL player in the world. That was last year. It was 2019. Um, the richest right now is Aaron Rodgers, but that's beside the point. So, yes, Russell has more money than Sierra, but can we stop making it be that Sierra is a gold digger? And why do women? This is the whole thing. There's so much double standard with between men and women is like so sickening, and we're still we're the year in 2022, by the way. Okay, that every freaking woman is going to be after a guy for his money. Um, um, no. I'm telling you now, no. I have my own money. Now, I don't have millions of dollars. But if you listen to this podcast and you listen to my other podcasts, you know I don't really care that much about money. We need money to live, right? Remember what I said before? It doesn't matter how much money you have. That's not something that somebody is going to, you want somebody to remember you by. And ch- chances are, people are not going to remember you by that when you die. They're not going to go, oh, well, you know, he had $135 million. No. People remember you by the legacy you leave behind. The legacy, who you were as a person, your character. Your character is the most important thing about you, which most NFL players these days do not grasp that concept. It's all about your character. Can we stop for once thinking all women give a shit about your money? Okay, I have my own money. Okay, I'm making myself a diamond ring. I have a jeweler who's doing that for me right now. I have antique diamonds. Diamonds are my birthstone, FYI. I'm not waiting for a man to give it to me. I'm making it myself. And that's the thing about women in 2022 that you men don't understand. We don't give a shit about your materialistic things that you can buy us. Love is not materialism. Materialism. That's not what love is. Real love comes down to how you two interact, how you two mesh together. It's being able to have separate lives, right? He has his own life, you, she has her own life, and then you have the life together. That's what makes a marriage work. That's what makes a relationship work. It's not the money. Yes, money is an important part of marriage. It's an important part of relationships. It's an important part of living. You got no money, you got problems. But not every fucking woman is a gold digger. Not every woman is after something from you. Which, by the way, I think now Steve McClendon understands that not not everybody is after you for what you have. Some people truly do support you for who you are as a person and as you are as an athlete. Now, I don't have, I don't have, um, where did I put it now? I don't have his, 
second. Where where is this? Hold hold the boat. So this is usually what I have to say. Hold the boat. Hold the boat. Mm-hmm. Oh, is this like, you know, I can't find anything. There is there it is. Okay. I don't need to like that. Why do I like that? Okay. He wrote something along the line, like Steve McClendon. Just paraphrasing. That there are truly some people out there in this world that support you for who you are as a person, for your character, because they believe in you. They don't want anything from you, like materialistic, materialistic, they don't want money. They truly support you because they believe in you. They give you their heart and soul because you're putting your heart and soul into playing football. They see that. That's usually how, like, you know, soulmates, I call, I, I really do believe in soulmates, but I believe that everybody has more than one. I don't believe just in, like, the one lovey-dovey, so, like, soulmate. I believe we have multiple ones. And sometimes you can be a soulmate with somebody based on the fact that you connect on so many levels or on a certain level. I support NFL players who give it their all. I support, I'm loyal to you. Now, I am even more extra loyal to you if you're social with me on social media. And there's only a couple NFL players and also some former NFL players that I'm completely 100, 1,000 fucking percent loyal to because they interact with me on social media. The rest of you can go to hell, okay, basically. Because you know what? You can't expect to be on social media and be antisocial. So here's a couple things. We're going to get into Sam Darnold for a second. We're going to get into Zach Wilson. We're going to get into a couple other Jets now. And Panthers, whatever. Um, first and foremost, can Beckon again on the New York Jets? Can you stop giving the Twitter trolls attention? Do you not understand what the fuck you're doing on social media? This is why Twitter and athletes don't mix. Because all he constantly does, all he does is give those guys who, who are trolling him and don't believe in him and don't support him the time and attention that he should be giving to the fan who supports him. And there are some that, that really do believe in him. There are some that really are supporting him and really think that he's gonna be a he's gonna be great. He's gonna be a great old line offensive lineman. My God, I can't even talk when I'm thinking about it because it just drives me insane. The more you give negative reinforcement to trolls and haters, the more negative comments you get. Now, do I give them? comments back yeah sometimes but i gotta be in a mood for it like i give you a sassy sarcastic comeback that's basically my only comeback that i'm gonna give you you know i'm not i'm not really into all that stupid shit you know having let's let's argue online no i, I don't care 
You're not going to argue with me. But for the love of God, can you stop doing that? That's number one. Okay. Number two. Now, I don't like, I, me, talking about myself, I don't like judging other people that I don't know, that I don't personally know. But I do judge people based on their actions, and that goes for NFL players, based on their actions on social media, or lack thereof. Because if you can't take two minutes out of your time, not even it's not even take two minutes, if you can't take a minute out of your time and tell a fan, thank you for supporting me, I appreciate you, then you're scum. Like, for example, I have asked, I asked, my birthday was yesterday, right? So I'm like, okay, let me ask Zach Wilson if he can say hi to me on, on, online. He is a very active member of social media. He is. He's extremely active. He was on yesterday, mind you. He was on yesterday. Because, you know, heaven fucking forbid we don't tell everybody that we were at Steve Young Steve Young Golf Tournament. Well, gotta have pictures up. Gotta put her. We gotta tell everybody what we're doing. And that goes for all the Jets players. Corey Davis, Elijah Moore. I think DJ um, Montgomery was there. Mims and Zach Wilson that were working out in Arizona. Why do we need to see you guys working out together? And then they took like a picture together at the end. It looked like it was high school. Were we in high school? We got to take a picture of all of us together showing everybody. Oh, yeah, here we are working out. I am very happy and excited for the Jets that they're, ha- that they're doing that. That's great. But you know what? You know what's going to stink? If it doesn't translate to the field. Then you all have a fucking picture up on your Instagram, up on your Twitter, of all of you hanging out, having Zach throw you the ball, and it means absolutely shit during the season. Remember that. Not everything needs to be documented. It's not a diary. And somebody, somebody, I have to point this out. Somebody on Twitter actually pointed this out. Zach Wilson has in his bio on his Instagram account. Work in silence. Let your noise, let your, let your, you know, work in silence. Let your, you know, let your success be all the noise. Honey, you're not working in silence if you're posting up pictures. A little hypocritical, just saying. So yeah, so I'm still waiting for Zach to say hi to me, neither on Twitter or on Instagram for my birthday. Because, you know, he, he supposedly is this good guy. See, this is the whole thing. You hear these rumors about people. Oh, supposedly he's a great guy. Uh, yeah, still waiting. <laughs> but will that make me, you know, not want to support him? No. No. Because I can just, I tear away the person from the player. The person and the athlete are two separate people to me, in my opinion. Um, I don't want to judge. I don't, and I don't listen to people either. Like someone will tell me, oh, well, he's this or he's that, or look what he did here, look what, or look at the here. You know, they give me like, you know, rumors and stuff. 
I never listen to people tell me other things about other people. I make my own judgment for myself. I just wish other people would do that shit too. Make your own judgment on your on your own. Don't listen to people talk talk shit about other people and tell you, oh well, he's he's an asshole. He's this. He's a bastard. He's this. He's he's creepy. He's this. He's that. Or that he's just after this. Don't listen. And that's why I I wish like other NFL players and teammates wouldn't talk about people to each other. Just because one person had a bad experience does not necessarily mean that another person's going to have a bad experience with somebody else. Remember that. Like, and I can tell you from, like, from literally, from experience, that is so true. So, um, so they had this podcast from a Barstool podcast. Um, I have to go look now. Two, one, hold on. I have to find what the hell I did with it. Because, you know, you know me. Okay. Um. So. Okay, so Busting with the Boys, a barstool show. Um, yes, Will, Will, whatever his name is, Compton, I'm sorry if I screw up your last name, Will. I really suck saying last names. Anyway, interviewed Sam Darnold. A couple things from this. No, I didn't listen to the whole damn thing. Because no, I'm not going to waste my fucking time listening to the shit. First and foremost, Sam, honey, sweetie. Why the hell do you give a shit now? This is the fire that everybody should have seen from you when you got traded. Not a year later. I, the only reason he's coming out now is because he's fucking jealous of Zach Wilson. He is jealous of Zach Wilson. I am telling you now, he is so jealous. Boys get jealous of each other, by the way. They do. And here's why. Now, Joe Douglas did him dirty. There's no way to look at that from another angle. You know, he dragged him. He dragged him along. He lied to his parents about protecting him, getting him weapons, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Okay, we get that. But that's what he's doing exactly for Zach that he didn't want to do for Sam. And he, he almost got Sam killed out there. And of course, you have the dumbass, ignorant, naive Jets fan, and also the trolls that that you know have the tweet. Oh, too bad he was never drafted. The mistake the Jets made were drafting him. The Jets fan forgets that they all wanted him. Okay, you all wanted Sam Darnold. You got Sam Darnold. You actually thank the Giants for not picking him and thanking the Browns for picking Mayfield. You have the Jets fan, Drew from New Jersey, who deleted those tweets of him supporting Sam Darnold. If you want to see those tweets, by the way, just go right into Google. They're right there. They're in Google forever. This is what people don't understand about social media. Anything you fucking post, gets, it's, it's there. It's never going away. 
even if you delete it, it's still there in online land. You know, that's what I call it, online land, especially Google. Anyhow, then you try to click on that and it goes, oh, this doesn't exist because he deleted them because he's not a true Jets fan. He's a wannabe fan whenever things are going good and things look positive. He's right there. But as soon as the tide turns, he turns on those players. No, and I will say this with with certainty. Okay. This you can you can bet the house on this. Okay, because we also had to see this. Um we also saw this with I also saw this with the um with the Giants. Um I mean with the Giants, with the with the um New York Rangers. Um Hold on. I will tell you in a second. Heartbeat. Hold on. Because I'm going to read what I wrote this week. Because it's true. It is completely true. Fans today are not loyal to players at all. They all think they are perfect and forget that they are human and make mistakes. Shame. Shame on the fans for talking this way. Especially for the New York Rangers fans who are talking shit about Adam Fox. Shame for you, but he won the Norris last year. But that goes for the Jets fans and the Giant fans and the Panther fans. Shame on you for always talking shit about players. First of all, you're not playing the football game. Half of you probably sit in your mom's basement typing on Twitter all fucking day. Like Mike and Matt. Okay? Let's be real. Anybody that can be on Twitter all goddamn day and is not a social media expert, not a digital creator, or not a content creator, or into social media strategy and all that kind of stuff, and marketing, but yet you're sitting on there and creating jet shit, you have a problem. Okay. Anyhow. Anywho. But this is what the Jets do, the fans do. So, yeah, I know Sam, but see, here's the thing with Sam and and Zach. Zach walked into the exact mess that Sam got traded from. He walked into a bigger mess with the Panthers, but it was not perfect last year. It was the same stupid team. The only difference was they had Michael Carter, they had Elijah Moore, they had Dan Feeney, and they had a couple other people. That's it. Same team, same mess, same problem. No offensive line. He had hardly any pass protection, Zach Wilson, last year. Hardly any pass protection. Really no true wide receivers. No wide no wide R1. No WR1. I don't know why I keep going wide R1. Anyway, my language. No wide receiver one. He had a two and a three, maybe a four. Had a fill-in. No tight end. No true tight end. I'm sorry, but Dan Brown was not a true tight end. Either was Griffin, and they released Griffin. Ridiculous. Sam Darnold had even worse problems in with in the Panthers, with the Panthers, in Pantherland. Christian McCaffrey, that's what who the whole entire or um offensive schemes was built around, was out the whole entire year pretty much, except the first three games. Then 
You have Robbie Anderson who thinks he's all that. Prove to you he's not anywhere near all that. And then yell at him like a fucking two-year-old on the sideline during the game. DJ Moore is the only elite wide receiver on that team. Then Tepper and whatever whoever the GM is decide to trade their tight end, Arnold, who had chemistry with Sam for a defensive guy who didn't even help the team. You have a rookie with Tremble, who he was all right, but he was not the great. He's not a really, I don't see him blossoming. Sorry, I don't. Um, as a number one tight end. Maybe like a number two or three, but not, not, not number one. Um, problems galore. All across the board. Matt Rule thinks it takes seven fucking years to rebuild a team. When it doesn't, it takes about like, you know, I'm going to say two to four. Three years tops. Three years tops. Maybe four at most. Um, if you do it right. See, seven is if you do it wrong. Four is if you do it right. Um, and you also have to know how to develop your young players, which the Jets have never known how to do. They never developed Arnold. They had, and then the fucking asshole Chris Johnson brought in Gaze. Yes, Gaze just destroyed the Miami Dolphins. Let's bring him in here to help Sam Darnold because he knew what he was doing with Peyton Manning. Yes, because he was calling the shots with Peyton Manning, right? Please stop. Ridiculous. They should have kept Josh McCown an extra year. Even he, when he retired and then he kind of like unretired, they should have been like, we'll send you a draft pick for Josh McCowan. And got Josh back here since he had a great chemistry trying to mentor Sam. You know, Sam kept going to Jordan Palmer and Jordan Palmer as a coach sucks. He didn't help his footwork. His footwork's a mess. And how he throws the ball is a complete mess. Mechanics, but some of that can be fixed. It was never fixed with Sam. So Sam has the same fucking issue. And then he decides to throw the ball because he's got to make something happen and he feels the pressure to make something happen even though he has no pass protection. And then he tries to throw the ball and he throws the ball and it's an interception because the wide receiver or the, or whoever the receiver is, could be the tight end or the running back for all we know, drops the ball. Or fumbles the ball, or the bubble goes into his hands and pops out, and it goes into the defensive guy's hands. Now, Sam thinks he's a good quarterback, and he proved it. Eh. <laughs> you haven't really. You you have. Sam has. Um. What's the word I'm looking for? Now, he has moments where he shines and he shows you he's got what it takes. If only he had pass protection, he would be always like that. If only he had elite receivers. If only that kind of stuff happened. If only the offensive coordinator would actually throw in a, a quarterback sweep, quarterback naked, quarterback draw, quarterback sneak. Use his feet because he's very athletic and he can do that and he can run. If only the offensive coordinator would work on the slant route with him. He's another one that needs a slant route. Skinny, post, whatever, I don't care, quick. He needs to do the slant. 
needs to do a slant, needs to do in and out. He needs to do exactly the same thing that Zach Wilson needs to do. Oh, my God. The same thing. And he told everybody that JD made a mistake trading him. If you think about it, Sam and Zach are kind of similar with the talent that they have. The big difference right now is Zach has personality. Sam was bland. He was bland as hell. Zach's into social media. Now, whether he's going to be social with fans, I don't know. Um, he's funny. He does have funny comebacks. He's very sarcastic and um, chipper on social media with some people. Um, and Sam has no idea how to even how to use Instagram. Let alone he's not on Twitter unless he has a burner account, which he probably does. Um, like I tell you, all NFL players have at least one burner account on each platform. Uh, but there's a difference between them. And there's a one major difference. I don't know how Zach is personally yet. I have no, I don't have a feeling for him yet. But I thought Sam was better. I thought he had a better character. I thought he was caring. I thought he was compassionate. I thought he cared about the fans who supported him and who were loyal to him. But you know what it proves this past year? He doesn't give a shit. He's a fucking asshole. He was a, he's a fucking asshole to every fan who has stayed with him even when he was with the Panthers this past year. So if I had to say something to his face because he told, he told the guy on this, on this podcast that, oh, I'd rather it be told to my face than it be said on social media. So, honey, I'm going to tell it to you right now. If you were standing right in front of me, I would repeat this to you. I don't care. You are a fucking asshole. I stood up for you all last year. Loyal as hell. Bought your fucking jersey for the Panthers. Bought it. Had your jersey. Made videos to pump you up and show everybody that I supported you. Every time somebody talks smack about you, I, sh I sent it back to them. Told them they were wrong. I put myself on the line for you. So much so that I had two fucking ass Jet fans who not, I don't even call them Jet fans. I had two of them, one of them threatened my life and the other one threatened to rape me because of you. Because of my being loyal to you and supporting you. Then, on top of all that, this is like the second time that he's pulled this stupid unsupportive shit because the first time around was with my three-year-old nephew at the time when he was three. Now he's six. When he had mono. And my nephew was watching football and just was getting into sports. And he was so sad that he wasn't playing that we made a video and we sent it to Sam through his Instagram. Direct message. Do you think he could reply, oh, thank you, that's so sweet? No, he even, he even was a fucking asshole to a three-year-old. So see, when I'm judging him right now, I'm judging based on his character and based on his actions. And that's why I tell every fucking NFL player, Get your head out of your ass when it comes to social media and your fan base and people who are here supporting the shit out of you. Tell them thank you. Tell them you, you appreciate it. We're not all after something from you. 
you can tell the difference between who really cares about you and supports you and is loyal and who appreciates you and the other assholes out there who all they care about is your money and what you can do for them and get them into the stadium and you can give them freebies and they want to be they want to have the inside scoop and then they want to be your source for their stupid podcast and their stupid shit that they do on social media all the time you can tell the difference I can tell the difference. How come you can't? So yeah, I think Sam is a fucking asshole. And his girlfriend, Coral Silverberg, is a fucking jealous, insecure bitch. Okay? Who has no curves, by the way. As pointed out by Panther fans. First of all, this is how stupid Sam Darnold is and Kyle Allen and his girlfriend Summer. And all their little, their little, their little circle. Because, you know, Sam likes to, like, you know, rant on and on about, well, I keep my circle small. It's so small. Yes, it's probably as small as your penis is, honey. All right, let me just tell you. Just because your circle is small does not mean they're in your corner. Remember, circles don't have corners. Kyle Allen has to be the stupidest schmuck for taking pictures of you together with your girlfriend and posting them in his story so because you don't want to post it on your social media because you don't know the difference. Like most guys don't in the NFL know the difference. There's a difference between a, between a private relationship and people knowing that you're together. You can, when people know that you're together, it's not a secret. You can still be private and be together, but everybody knows you're together compared to those that go, oh, it's none of their business who I'm dating because they want, because see, Sam follows all of those bikini girls on his Instagram. If you go look at who he follows on Instagram, he has half of his followership is girls dressed in bikinis because he's hoping that they're going to slide into their DMs so he can fuck them because he's a true player. Hello, he got mono. I probably even know the girl. I keep saying it. I do know the girl. I'm probably about 80% sure I know who that girl is. But anyway, so going back to Coral and Kyle Allen. So Kyle Allen then takes pictures of them together watching the AFC Championship game, puts it into his story. Do you not know that people know that you guys know each other? You have Panther fans that follow you, Kyle, and Jets fans that follow you, Kyle, because you were friends with Sam. So they screenshot it. They put it on Twitter. Anyhow, that's how stupid these guys are, too, with social media. They have no idea even how to use it. They don't know where the pictures go. They don't know how. I can guarantee it's probably on Google, too. You probably can Google it. And then, obviously, Sam's not proud of this girl because he's probably just fucking her. Let's be real. That's probably what he's doing. Friends with benefits because she's part of the circle. Circle of life. So she checked. So because I was supporting him all last year, everything was Sam. Sam, 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 Sam. Sam, I support you. Sam, you're going to do fine. Leave Sam alone. Blah, blah, blah. So she came on my Instagram. She goes to my Instagram, first of all. She looked at everything that I, that I put out there on Sam. And then she stupidly looked at one of my stories. So I screenshot that she looked at it. So if you want... It, I can show you that she, that she actually looked. First of all, then she has a private account. What girl who works for Clutch Sports 
wants to have a private account. Why bother being on there? You, you, she should just get rid of hers. Like Sam should just get rid of his. Get rid of it. You, you don't even belong on Instagram, the two of you. But see, you know the saying, there's somebody for everybody? There's somebody for everybody. Coral and Sam are perfect for, for each other because they're both fucking stupid with social media. They don't understand it. They want to be, quote unquote, private. They're perfect for each other, just like Robbie Anderson and his girl are perfect for each other because they're both materialistic snobs. So they care about is materialism, 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 materialism. And they're both immature. I'm telling you, there is somebody for everybody. That proves it. I'm just telling you. And, you know, for all the guys out there that just base everything on looks and, and, and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> You guys are going to be solely disappointed. Yes. Character. Personality. Two top things that you should be looking for in a person. Character. Personality. How that girl can hold everything down for you and support you in times like that. And where was Coral supporting Sam all last year? Nowhere, because she's afraid. She's afraid to put herself out there. She's afraid to let people know that she supports Sam. So Sam is not proud of her because Sam doesn't acknowledge the fact that they're together. Hello? But yet he lets Kyle Allen and Summer take fucking pictures of them together and post that shit everywhere. Oh, God almighty. So, and then, by the way, to all the dumbass Jets fans, I've been a Jet fan since Ken O'Brien, okay? Since Ken O'Brien and Mark Gastineau. Those two were my favorite Jet players back then. So I've been a Jets fan. Just because I was supporting Sam last year meant nothing. I was not hoping that, that Zach was gonna fail. No way. No way. I want Zach to do good. He's on this team. But I knew for God last year he wasn't going to do anything because he walked into the same mess that Sam got traded from. It wasn't the quarterback's problem. The problem with the team was not the quarterback. The problem with the team was every part else of this team and how the team was managed. That's the problem. And I'll tell you this, I supported Zach more than most of you did last year anyway, especially after Mike White walked in. You all threw him under the bus. And I see how fake you are on Twitter to him. I see how fake you are to him on Instagram. Oh, that's my quarterback. Oh, shut up, fucking moron. That's not your quarterback, for God's sake. You threw him under the bus after Mike White came out and had his historic game. He wasn't your quarterback then. See, a fan should be loyal to the players that are on your team through thick and thin. Not just when things are going good. Because anybody can do that shit. A fan should be loyal to the players who are on your team. And when they're struggling, that's when they need to hear from you. That's when they need the more, the, the more support. They don't need support when they're doing fine. No, they need support when things are tough. 
That's why, you know, you become like a personal cheerleader for them. And you cheer them on and you root them on. You got this. You can do this. That is what being a fan is all about. And some of you, most of you, have no fucking clue. It's not about tailgating. It's not about creating GIFs and videos on Twitter. That's not what being a fan's about. Enough already with that. And can all the NFL players, can you be more fucking social? Like, okay, my birthday was yesterday. I'm still waiting, Zach. Hello, Zach. Hi. Hi, Zach. Hi, I'm waving hi. Waving hi from wherever I am right now. Waving hi. Hoping to see that you're going to actually just say hi to me. Because that's what the whole thing was. Let me find the video. I'll play the to- I'll play it. Hold on. Because I would say to my... Oh, I have to wait till it goes back. But I'm going to play this for you. Nope. But if you just say hi to me, it'll make my day better. Alright, here it goes. Ready? We're gonna watch it again. If you're scrolling right now and you see me, just say hi. You don't have to follow me. You don't have to like the post. But if you just say hi to me, it'll make my day better. If you're scrolling right now and Okay, thank you. That's that that was the uh, audio that I had. Just say hi. It's my birthday. Can you fucking say hello to me? That's all I wanted. Hi. Or happy birthday. No. Because, see, this is why we judge. Because of this. He was on, though, yesterday. He had to post his pictures of him being with Steve Young. Because that's more fucking important than saying, hi, happy birthday to somebody else. Hi. Ugh. God almighty. You know, hi, or how about to Sam Darnold? Hi, thanks for supporting me. Thanks for being loyal. You've been great this year. That's hard for Sam to say too. Because I'm not in your fucking circle. Who fucking cares? Now you know what I'm going to say to the two of you? Karma's a bitch. How you treat others is how you're going to get treated. Always remember that. Karma is a bitch. How you treat other people, it's coming right back around. What goes around, comes around. Be a little bit more fan-friendly. Enough's enough. (sighs) And on that note, have a wonderful weekend. For those that know, you know, um, oh, and by the way, when people post pictures about like the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders, I'm just going to give you a PSA. That's not real cheerleading. Cheerleading is a fucking sport. It's a sport. Girls jump. They tumble. They dance a little like for like maybe like five, eight counts. They lift girls up. They do all these amazing, incredible stunts. That's cheerleading. That's what cheerleading is. It's not girls who look pretty on the fucking sideline going, yay, go, boys, go. That's not cheerleading. I coach it. I choreograph it. I know. And can they stop looking like sluts on the sideline? Can we actually have them dressed properly? 
Now, I'm no prude, as you all know. I wrote, I write about sex in some of my uh, blogs, and I also have two books out. And the topic is in those books. But that's not what they're there for. They're not meat. They're not pieces of meat. And the NFL loves treating women like we're pieces of meat. We're not pieces of meat. We're not there for you to stare at. Can they be dressed? Why do they have to show their midriff? Why do they have to? They can cover your midriff all the way, all the way to the belly button. Cover it up. You want to wear your short shorts? I like those shorts, actually. That's pretty cool. Little spanky shorts. Fine. But can you cover them up? Let them be dressed and not look like fucking hookers. Ugh. Lord have mercy. Okay. <laughs> Rant over. Anyhow, cheerleading is back this weekend. That's what I was going to say. Back to the drawing. So I have April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December, January. There's 10 months. February, 11 months out of the year. I literally have off March, the whole month of March. Now we start back up again. So, voila. Enjoy. <laughs> Enjoy your weekend. If you see me on social media, don't be shy. Say hi. Send me a message. Send me hi. Tell me, hey, how's it going? And we'll have a conversation. I love having conversation with people. I love networking with people. Good people. People who have good character. Who understand that concept. If you're going to just call me names, you're not going to get, you're going to get the sassy, sarcastic me. Um, if you're going to have a conversation with me, you're going to get the good me. You're going to get the one that's going to care about you and be there for you and put my heart and soul into whatever it is I have to put into it for you. That's, that's, that's what you're going to get. It's up to you. To, it's up to you to decide which one you want. Basically. It is. So enjoy your weekend. And I will see you on Tuesday. Well, you'll hear from me on Tuesday with Sassination. Until then, ta-ta.